my check. Alright, let's get this uh, over with really, really quick. Um, I wanted to actually do this episode a lot sooner than um, I am, unfortunately, because I've been super fucking busy uh, pretty much this whole weekend. Um, I think I said before, if I didn't, then I'm saying it now. Uh, I just moved. Um, and I'm still in the process of getting everything set up. I'm in the process of getting things kind of looking normal, but they're not. Um, thankfully, I have a, a desk now that allows me to have both my computers, my work and my uh, personal one, um, on it at the same time. And I don't have to keep fucking moving stuff, which means I can keep my computer, my personal computer, around at all times, and I can just actually fucking mess with it. So, yeah. That's fucking great, and I fully intend to play a lot more video games and shit because of it. Um, but the reason why I wanted to originally get this out is because if anybody missed the announcement, which I don't know how you did, but ICP officially announced Yum Yum Bedlam will be releasing at the end of the month. Now, we do know um, that they said before that it would release on Halloween. It would release at Hallowicked for people who are going to be attending the show. Which, by the way, if you got tickets for Hallowicked, I hope you guys have fun, stay safe and everything. Uh, there was only a thousand tickets. I don't know if that's a lot for Hallowicked or, or not a lot or, or whatever. But they were 125 bucks each, so they just pocketed a lot of fucking money um, for this one show. Um, but for the people that are going, you have first access to Yum Yum Bedlam. But now they did announce that Yum Yum Bedlam will be released. But you only have until um, this coming Monday, the 18th, at noon Eastern Standard Time to put in your order for it. Um, now this is a pre-order. I'm not sure if they are going to just have it available after the fact. The price of it is $17, because of course it is. There's also a bundle with a shirt for $42. You don't see the shirt design. Um, they said they're pretty much keeping it under wraps until it comes out. I'm under the impression it's going to be um, the most common art that we've seen. Um, they did say it's Tom Wood art, so I believe it's going to be the standard Tom Wood Yummy and Bedlam that we've seen, unless they are going to have it be that other design. They did say there's another design for Yum Yum Bedlam. And uh, we haven't seen it yet. So maybe it's that. I don't know. I literally just put in my order um, about 10 minutes before I started recording this. So if you haven't done it yet, go ahead and do so. For all we know, this may be the only way for you to get a physical copy of the original version of Yum Yum Bedlam. No clue if they're going to put it in stores. I mean, it's possible they will. It'd be cool if they still do it, even if it's for, you know, your standard, like, mom-and-pop record stores or, or small chain stores. Um, but we're not getting any other information. All we know is if you want to pre-order it, you only have until Monday the 18th at noon Eastern. So go ahead and do that as soon as you can. Again, who knows if this is the only way to grab it, and I know that they said before that there was going to be, like, a, a special edition further on in the future, but remember they said... 
that there were going to be three songs that were on the original version of Yum Yum Bedlam that weren't available on the final version. So, you know, it's probably still going to be available for streaming, so you'll be able to listen to them there, but just just know, if you want that physical one, this is how you do it. So go and do it. Also recently announced was uh, Ouija Mac with Pretty Ugly 2. Um, standard fare for pretty much all of Ouija's uh, pre-order options. Standard CD is $20. Uh, there is an autograph copy for $27. There's merch. There are merch bundles, which means you get the stuff uh, at a slightly discounted price. And there is also going to be the standard fare. Buy five copies, get a mystery item. Ouija has said that there is one of three different mystery items that you can get. Has not hinted at what else they could possibly be, which is very fucking frustrating. Um, I'll just be damned if one of the three things is audio and I don't get the audio. Um, so I have no clue. Is it well, what? What is something that's a mystery item that you could give that's not something that would base like a size? So it's it, it probably isn't clothing. It might be a hat. I doubt it. Um, it's quite possible it will be a poster, uh, a bandana, maybe. I don't know. Um, but these are exclusive mystery items. I mean, hell, I still have that fucking that shirt that he gave. I think it was, I think it was during Pretty Ugly One, maybe. Um, where if you bought five copies and you got a you got an extra shirt. Um, that if you wear it at one of his shows, you get free VIP. Unfortunately, his tour that's, that he's going to be doing. Uh, he's not coming to Pittsburgh, so I won't be able to go. Um, somebody asked me if I was going to go to his Pennsylvania show. That show is in uh, Harrisburg, which is almost four and a half hours away. No, I am not driving to Harrisburg for a show. I think that actually there's a show in Ohio that's significantly closer. I think it's it's either Cleveland or Akron, something like that. But I typically don't travel outside of, of Pittsburgh for shows, so I'm not going to go. I kind of want to, but I, I don't. It's funny because I totally forget that I did see Ouija Mac once before, um, and, and that was at the last ICP show that we went to, but his set, it was him and Light, and for some reason I barely, like, remember it. I don't know why. Um, I do want to see a Ouija Mac show sometime in the future. I, I genuinely want to, um, because I think that the dude, like, I give him credit. Like he he's consistently putting out stuff for the fans. Even if I don't fully, you know, latch on to absolutely everything he puts out, hey, I give him credit for, you know, doing what he do. So those are the two main things that I know about um that are coming out. Um the Blaze and Oh the Horror collaboration album did come out uh, on streaming last week. Uh, physical copies should be shipping now. I have not gotten confirmation that my copy has shipped yet. Um, I did listen to it once on streaming. Tracks 6, 7, and 8 were not correct um, for the first, like, three or four days. Um, they were all the same song. I think it was actually, it was technically what track 7 was, but 6, 7, and 8 were all the same thing, and it was just very frustrating. So when I got to that point... I'd kind of like drifted off and I was not fully paying attention. And then I was like, wait a minute, I think I heard this song before. And yeah, that was the case. Uh, one of the skits was was wrong and replaced with track seven and track eight was also track seven. So they fixed it up. It's not bad, but it's not something that was really like super wowing me. Um, but it is cool to hear Blaze doing something different. 
And I really think that Magic Ninja is I, – I think the Twisted are really trying to push Oh the Horror. Um, and I don't want to hear people say like, oh, well, yeah, it's because they're doing that music too. No. I genuinely think that they want Oh the Horror to be a big deal because Oh the Horror can appeal to a vastly different um, set of fans. And that's not a bad thing. Um, I really, really enjoyed Oh the Horror's second album. I think that this unfortunately takes a step back a little bit more into first album territory. But I'm sure this is going to appeal to somebody. If anything, it's got Blaze rapping over some very heavy music, which is pretty fucking cool. So definitely go ahead and check it out. If you haven't checked it out on streaming, it's available there. And physical copies should be shipping now-ish. Remember that at the end of this month, I think they said it was going to be on the 29th, um, Haunted Record Player, which is uh, Songs of Samhain 2 drops. Um, it'll be available for streaming uh, then, and that's when physical copies has come out. Limited to a 1,000 copies, and I think that they're doing the whole, like, scented CD or scented booklet supposed to smell like pumpkin. I'm pretty sure that the Hallow Wicked compilation from Forgotten Freshness 4 was supposed to be like that. I couldn't tell if mine was or not, but I, I, I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. Um, so, obviously, go ahead and check that out. One of the songs from it uh, has already come out. Um, the track with uh, Twisted Into the Horror, I believe it's called Halloween Treat, is out. It is okay. It was nothing that was going to blow my mind, unfortunately. Oh, the horrors part. I mean, they do the music in it, but oh, the oh, the horrors um, vocals are towards the end, and it's nothing to write home about. Um, again, I really liked oh, the horror second album, but this is just them kind of doing their standard fair stuff that they did on the first record, which didn't impress me too much. So I don't know. Maybe it's just the style they were doing. And plus, there's, they're going to be featured on at least one other track on um, that CD. So who knows? Obviously, we weren't going to get spoiled with the. Uh, HOK or V5 stuff. Um, they're going to keep that until the actual CD drops. So that's just what we have to deal with. But two weeks, just 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 shy of two weeks, we get that. MNE has been putting out so much stuff this year, and damn near all of it has been fantastic. Um, some stuff I wish I had more strong feelings for, and unfortunately I don't. Um, but I think what's going to have to happen, and we're getting close to it. I know that last year I started, um, you know, it was in December when I did my top five of the year. And it, I basically just went on my phone, typed in the year 2020, and scrolled through my phone and saw what albums came out and what stuff I was really, like, strongly, uh, what I had strong feelings for. And it's kind of crazy thinking about it because I know that, um, I know Eminem was on there. I know that Twisted was on there, I think, for Revelation. Um, I believe I put Boondocks on there, and maybe Blaze was on there too. I can't quite remember. I can't remember two of them, but I'm pretty sure those three were on there, and they were some last-minute additions. Eminem would have already been on there, but then he came out with the, the deluxe edition, which definitely solidified it. But it's crazy to think about that because Revelation is not a CD that I have listened to much. Um, pretty much since you know the beginning of of this year. And I think it's just kind of – there was a lot of oversaturation last year, and obviously because you know artists couldn't tour, um, we just had to get supplied with a lot of music, which is not a bad thing. We can always use more music in this world. But 
I mean, I said before, Matt season did not really resonate with me. And unfortunately, thinking back, Revelation may not have resonated with me that much um, or as much as I thought it did back then. Not saying it's a bad record. I think that there are fantastic songs on it, but I do need to go ahead and give it some more um, time to resonate with me and see how I would rank it. Um, I think we were talking about like a top five list in uh, in Aaron and Eric's Discord um, as far as Twisted stuff. And I think it was Jiggles who brought it up first. And I agreed with with a fair amount of it. Or maybe it wasn't Maybe it wasn't, uh, no, it wasn't Jiggles, uh, Dustin, actually. Um, I only switched one of the albums out. I think I may have adjusted some of the positioning, but our top five was almost identical. And it was really, really crazy to think about it because a lot of it was not older stuff. Um, a lot of it was some of the new shit. Um, but I'm going to have to get into the, into the, the, mind frame of okay i need to start thinking of what stuff really like hit me this year i already know for a fact one album that's hitting that list and it's it's not a fucking surprise i would legitimately love for icp to be on this list at the end of the year i really really want yum yum bedlam to wow me i want it to basically be an apology for Fearless Fred Fury. And I'm starting to see so many more people come up and say that they love Fearless Fred Fury. I saw somebody said that it was the best thing that, that ICP had released since Hell's Pit. And I have not been quiet about my feelings about Fearless Fred Fury. I don't think it's that great. I looked at the track list uh, a couple days ago, and I was thinking about this. I was looking, and I'm like, you know, there's not a lot of songs that I hate on here there's a couple that i'm like man these tracks is just like why why like the song i like it rough should have never been made i don't fucking care um the problem is is there are songs on there that i just don't fucking care about i don't really care for satellite it's okay but i don't care for it much um nobody's fault i think is one of them i don't fucking care i just don't give a shit and it's sad because those are two songs that they made videos for and i don't fucking care about them a good deal of of fearless red fury is pretty solid but i don't have as strong feelings about that record in a positive light as i do the rest of the second deck maybe i'll i'll reevaluate it over time and obviously we're going to cover it in the future you know if we get there you know maybe i'll find that i like this better than some of the other stuff maybe i actually like fearless red fury more than i like Marvelous Missing Link Lost, which is probably the next one down as far as stuff that, you know, I, you know, maybe not, didn't care for as much. I think the Marvelous Missing Link era is actually very underrated. I loved Lost. I loved Found. Um, but the two sideshow style albums that we got, we got Phantom and we got uh, the Outtakes CD. There was a lot of music that came out in a very short amount of time. And so that was a bit of oversaturation and maybe i don't know i i judge fearless for fury very harshly because of releasing that and flip at the exact same time and flip is a very underwhelming ep for me i i'm kind of rambling at this point um when i really didn't want this to be a long episode it's not so far but i just this is in my head right now and i obviously have to fucking say it um but yeah i i'm very intrigued to see how well yum yum bedlam turns out to be i don't want it to be you know i listen to it and think 
immediately that I love it or immediately that I hate it. I want to give it at least a few listens before I give good judgment on it. I did not do that with Unlikely Prescription. And do you know why? Because as soon as I listened to it, everything fit in place. For some reason, this was an album that I really needed to fucking listen to. I love Unlikely Prescription. I'm going on a very strong hunch that it is it is in my top five. It is potentially number two. And it's right now only surpassed by Abominations. And I need to give Abominations some listens just to see how, if I still feel as strongly about it. Um, Because I really love Unlikely Prescription. I really fucking love that record. I also want to point out... Um, there was that track, the, the VIP track that was given at the concert, which I will talk about shortly, uh, Metal Rabbit Hole. It is, it is a chill song, emo twisted, and I fucking love it. It is not a rock song. It is them doing hip hop again, and it is a very fucking good song. I really hope, I liked when Twisted released uh, Cryptic Collection VIP edition, which had um, pretty much all of the tracks that were VIP singles put on there, as well as some other um Tracks that were from other stuff, like uh, they put the Dead and Gone remix, which was from the Dead and Gone single um, that had Jared Benton on it. They put the Frankenstein remix, the Mike the Mike Clark mix on there. So some of the stuff that was just hard to find. I think that might have been the one that was fucked up and had Embarrassed on there, but it's not the vinyl version. It's the one that they put on For the Fam Volume 2. Um, but still, it, it was a solid compilation, and I hope they do that in the future again. Or even if they just do another Cryptic Collection, you know, proper, a fucking, we're still waiting on Volume 5. Last proper Cryptic Collection that in the numbered series was 10 years ago. Legitimately 10 full years ago. I think it came out around, like, maybe November or something. Um, in 2011. So it's it's baffling that they haven't done another one proper since then. And a lot of these other Cryptic Collections that have come out have all been... Stuff that has just been, you know, uh, fairly easy to access stuff. VIP edition was was probably the best of them all. Um, and then there was the 15 Years of Fright Fest, which had nearly every song from their, their Fright Fest stuff, which was convenient for the Cryptic Collection Halloween version that only had, you know, up to... Well, the original was 2006, and I think they re-released it in 2014 or 15 or 16. I don't fucking know. But let's move on. October 6th, Craft House, Pittsburgh. I went to my first concert in almost two fucking four years. And I had a blast. Uh, before I really get into details, uh, to the lovely lady... Um, who wore the fishnet top. Um, I'm pretty sure that your boob sweat got my left arm pregnant. Um, so please, please get in touch with me. <laughs> I'm playing. She was, that's, that's a hundred percent true though. Um, she was, she was lovely. She was a very nice person. Um, I got to the venue a little bit early as I tend to do, and I was not the first person there, which was kind of cool. Um, but as soon as I got there, there was a, there was a dude chilling, listening to music, 
uh, wear, wearing some face paint, had, had an axe shirt on, and we started talking. Found out he lives like fucking 20 minutes up the road from me, which is crazy. Um, I like coming to the venues early. I like getting to chat with people or overhear conversations and shit and maybe like, oh, I'm hearing somebody talk about something. Maybe I can, you know, insert myself into the conversation. And um, I'm chatting with him for quite a while and then um, a couple other uh, fine people show up. And uh, shout out to Matt. Um, I first met Matt 11 years ago at the Happy Days tour. And we had first started talking, I think, because of Twitter. And I saw him, and I was like, he looks so fucking familiar. And it was true. And and he remembered me, too, which was cool as fuck. And then later on inside, I saw another guy, uh, John. I can't quite remember his last name. Um I saw him at the merch booth, and he recognized me. I recognized him. Um, it was really cool. It was a very fucking cool situation. And I haven't seen John in in a long fucking time too. We, I think the last time I saw him, um, I think it might have been a twisted show, but but still, it's been a long fucking time, and it was just a very very cool vibe. But I was talking to some really fucking cool people the entire time. Um, and I had my stickers. I had my stickies. My stickers with our new logo on it and our link tree link on there. And, you know, I just started passing them out to some people, like the people that I was talking to. I was like, Hey man, if you, if you're interested in podcasts at all, um, go ahead and check this out. And it was really, really cool. Um, at one point whenever I was in the venue and I was all the way up front, all the way up front, right in the fucking middle. Like I did not, I did not hesitate. At one point I just literally stood out with my arm outstretched with like, seven stickers in my hand. I was just holding it out there for anybody if they walked by and decided they wanted to see what the fuck I was holding. Um, and they just wanted to grab a fucking sticker. <laughs> and it worked. It worked a couple times. I probably had like five people. I thought I was going to get rid of more of the stickers, but I didn't. Um, but that's because I just really wanted to get up front. I didn't walk around and just start being like, hey man, go ahead and check out this podcast or whatever. I'm very, very bad at that. It's one thing to promote the stuff whenever, you know, it's just on social media or whatever, but it, I feel awkward in person. Um, you know, it's not like somebody who, I don't know, gives you their fucking uh, mixtape and they're like, yeah, man, there's my demo and everything. And you're like, oh, okay, cool. I'll check it out. And they're like, yeah, man, I'm just looking for a donation. <laughs> I just quietly hand back the fucking demo because you ain't, I don't have cash. <laughs> I'm sorry, man. But that wasn't the case. I just, I was there. I was holding out stickers. And if anybody uh, jumped on because of that, then I appreciate you. I know that I was having people follow us. Um, I think we got at least one Twitter follower. I got like, I think there was like seven people that added us on Instagram between like the time of the concert and the next day, which was super cool. So if any of you are listening to this and you got one of the stickers um, from the Twisted Concert in Pittsburgh, um, from me, then thank you. I, I genuinely appreciate you. Um, and, um, yeah, thank you for, for jumping on. And if you enjoy this, please, uh, continue to listen and uh, share it with, with your friends who might also be interested. That's all. So as far as the concert goes itself, 
Um, I believe there was only like one local opener. I think no, there were two. There, well, one was techno- de- definitely local, and then there was this other uh, crew. Um, fuck, what was their? I don't remember their numbers. Like they were they were based with numbers. S- the uh, the six or whatever. Um, I think they're from like New England or whatever. They were fucking dope, and I'm bummed that like their shit was all put away by the time the show was done because I actually wanted to cop some of their stuff. Um, so I mean, they were there. Uh, East Coast Crazies, I'm pretty sure, were supposed to perform, and they I don't think it. I don't think it was them. I don't think they did. I don't. It wasn't the first guy. I don't think because I'm pretty sure East Coast Crazies is a two person group. Um, but then we got Blaze. Blaze was doing, uh, he did, I think, three songs from the new record. Um, but it was weird to hear him not do some certain songs. Um, we didn't get, I'm, I'm pretty sure he didn't do Thug for Life. We did not get Juggalo Anthem, which is a big fucking one. Um, he didn't do, I, be, I don't believe he did Casket. Like, it's, it's weird. Um. I've only seen Blaze headline shows, I think, twice. Um, the one was his tour with Boondocks, and the other was the one, uh, it was the first tour that Lex the Hexmaster was on. So he doesn't, unfortunately, get to do many like large sets. I think his set might have only been like half hour or so. And Blaze is like the most consistent performer. Like, if you... <laughs> It, it's one of those like, oh, you have fifteen dollars. Th- these are the artists that you choose for your show. Like, pick Blaze every time because Blaze always does a good fucking set. I, I I will not say a bad thing about Blaze during show. The only thing is, I sometimes wish that the sets were longer, you know. But he obviously wasn't headlining. I totally get it, but it was just weird hearing some of the new stuff that he was doing. Um, he definitely did. Uh, I'm uh, what was it? He did. I'm a G. He did I'm Dead. And that might have been it, actually. I don't know if he did anything else from the new record. Um, But yeah, it was it was just interesting. Um, But we got Twisted out. Twisted did a total of... They did every single uh, from the new record. So the f- uh, fucking, what, five new songs. Um... Which was awesome, awesome. I also want to point out, um, I st- I wear earplugs at shows now. I've been uh, wearing earplugs at shows probably for the last, I think, like three years or so. After I started really thinking, like, yeah, I should probably start protecting my fucking hearing. And I had a pair of they're called Vibes, which were featured on Shark Tank once. I couldn't fucking find them, so I got these other ones. Um, what the fuck were they called? I don't fucking remember, but they were awesome. <laughs> I don't remember what the fuck they were called. I need to. I'm, I need to look actually. Um, and I'm not cutting this, so you gotta. You guys just gotta deal with it. Oh, they're called Loop, and they they fit so much fucking better. Um, than the vibes did. Um, I loved them. I really, really did. These ones look cool too. What the fuck are these? Eros? These are more expensive, but I might have to look at these in the future. 
yeah, if you if you go to concerts fairly frequently, get some get some earplugs. Um, you know, yeah, you can use like the cheap like not foam but like the the squishy kind like they'll do it but like they they make the concert sound like shit but the the ones that i get they they basically just limit how much sound gets in they don't block it completely so it doesn't sound fully terrible um but i was still hearing stuff fairly well the only time where i it was kind of screwed up was um because they had a guitarist on the show he uh at one point, he's doing this fucking riff, and I'm like, I can't tell what the fuck this riff is until, like, the second line that Monoxide did when I realized he was playing fucking magic spells. I finally got to hear magic spells live, motherfuckers. Fucking two and a half years after the fact, I finally get to fucking hear magic spells live. Um, Not a lot of old stuff, which was which was definitely, like, it was very surprising, but I'm glad that they were pr- promoting a lot of the new stuff. Um... They did nothing from the last two records. Nothing. Um, which was very surprising. I really thought they would have done um, something from Mad Season or, or Revelation. They didn't. Um, the oldest stuff that they did was... Um, what we have? Uh, they did We Don't Die. They did um, Die, Motherfucker, Die. And they did Afraid of Me. Oh, and they did Rock the Dead too. So those are those are the oldest stuff. If you're trying to think of like early, early, I mean they did they did a little bit of everything. But um, we got um, did they do no? They did nothing from Abominations. Um. So yeah, um, it was kind of interesting though because towards the end they bring out Blaze, and they did Triple Threat, which is always a cool track to see them do live. Uh, they did Headache from Dark Lotus, which was dope. And then they did Bush Your Head Open. And that was the that was the closer. They closed with Bush Your Head Open. Um, which is cool because recent like for the last I don't know how many fucking years they've been closing with I think they've closed with Whoa Whoa before. Um they've closed with Love Don't Live Here Anymore. I would not be able I would have fucking bitch balled if they did. There was no way that I would have been okay with it. Um But Bush Your Head Open was an interesting way to to end the show. But um but yeah. I, I, I fucking loved it. I, I had a goddamn blast. Is it the best set that I've ever seen Twisted do live? I don't know. But I had a great fucking time. It was one of the best shows that I've seen in recent memory. Disregard the fact that I haven't gone to a concert in almost two years. I had a lot, I had a lot of fucking fun. Uh, show ends, and I'm like, man, I want a copy of the set list. I really fucking want a copy of the set list. So... Um, I tried sticking around. I'm just sitting. I'm just sitting on the standing on the fucking like main area, and then they're starting to get like barricades and stuff and pushing people back. I'm like, God damn! But this venue has like a like dining area, and so I was like kind of just standing there. And there was one of the security guards who was kind of just like looking at me, <laughs> and he's like, "Are you with them?" I'm like, "No, no, 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 no! I'm not with them. I'm trying to see if you know maybe one of the." the tech guys can give me one of the set lists that's taped on the floor. And uh, I've never, like, I've, I, for some reason in the past, I've never been like, oh my god, I must have this thing. I just kind of really wanted this one. I don't know why. I have um, a set list in the past. I got one from a Rich show, actually. Um, it's fucking tore up and, like, crinkly and shit. It's fucking booty. Well, at one point, uh, Draven 
comes out and he's talking to one of the tech guys and I'm trying not to be like obnoxious or anything. So he's like, he's talking. And then at one point he like, he stops and he's like, just looking, looking around. He's, he was drinking. And I'm like, I just yelled over. I was like, Draven, yo, can I get a copy of the set list? And he like, he heard it. He looks over and then he turns around, goes to his drum set, grabs it. And he walks it over, hands it to me. And he's like, he's like, hey, man, do you want me to sign it? And I was like, yeah, please. So he signed it, um, marked that it was at the craft house, you know, on the date of the show. And that was dope as fuck. That was really fucking cool. Like, I know there's some people who probably want to get rid of that. No, I want to keep this. Like, I'm probably going to find a frame for it. And if somebody's going to be like, oh, well, it's just Draven. It's not like Jamie or Paul gave it to you. Shut the fuck up. Shut the fuck up. I don't care. Draven's cool. Like, legit. I think he's cool as shit. And I should have pointed that out, too. I did do VIP, and I met them, you know, I did the VIP experience. I was actually the first person um, in line to do it. And it was it was fucking cool. It was cool as shit. It was very nifty to, to see these guys again. And Madrox has told me before, and I hope it's... I, part of you wants to think, like, oh, yeah, they remember me. They remember me. But the last time that I did VIP, like... Jamie said, like, you know, we see you here whenever we come out. You know, it's always good to see you again. And I, you know, you don't want to, like, take it to heart. Be like, oh, my God, he remembers me. But, like, you kind of do. And same thing. Same thing again. And it's like, this is, why I go, this is why I go to these shows. This is why I do VIP. Because it's super cool to meet these people who make music that I really fucking enjoy. But, yeah. So I have a copy of... The set list from the show, um, from Draven, which was cool as fuck. So, Draven, I know you're not listening to this, but if you are, thank you. Like, that seriously made my night. And it was funny, too, because I was telling people, I was like, man, I want to stick around. I want to get a copy of the set list. I was telling, Matt was near me. I was like, I want to get a copy of that set list. I want to get it. I want to get it. I want to get it. And so I just stay there. I stayed there, like, ten minutes after a lot of the people left. Like, some people were still, you know, sitting around chatting, or they were buying a merch booth and shit. And, uh, and I got in that whenever I left, um, Matt and his friend had parked, they were parked like two spots beside me and they were getting ready to leave and they're pulling out and I just fucking pull it out with like a big ass smile on his face and they're like, Oh, he got it. <laughs> it was cool. It was really fucking cool. And, uh, now I will probably not go to another concert for a long fucking time. <laughs> Allegedly Twisted is supposed to... They might be going to Pittsburgh again in March. Now, here's the thing. They are going to be going on a tour. They're not headlining. They're going to be a supporting act for Static X. And it is on the last leg of Static X's next tour. I think it's the last third of the shows. I don't think it's half of the set, but um, I think it's the last third. Um, the problem is, is it doesn't really show that they're on the Pittsburgh show for whatever fucking reason. Maybe they couldn't, like, lock it down before the promotional picture had come out. I don't know. But, um, yeah, it's not, it's not on there for whatever fucking reason. And because of that, I don't know. Um, the fact is, is I don't listen to Static X, so it's very likely that I will not be going to that show. Um... I don't want to just, I don't want to go to a show and see Twisted as the opener and then decide I want to leave. And, I mean, there are ways, sometimes the best way to, to see a an artist for the, or best way to hear an artist for the first time is to see them in concert. Um, 
which has been the case. Uh, the first uh, – I'd never heard of Theory of a Dead Man until um, the Three Days Grace show where they were on it. Same thing with Poppy Evil. P- uh, Poppy Evil, sorry. Um, I'd never heard of them until the that same Three Days Grace show. Fucking love them. Um, so sometimes that's, that's the best way to hear an artist for the first time. But I think that I've heard some Static X – from Roach Coach, and it just wasn't quite for me. So, that's beside the point. Um, I think that's pretty much all that I really wanted to go over. Um, I had a fucking blast at the show, and also, I did get two copies of Unlikely Prescription signed. And one of those is going to be given away to a lucky listener. How can you do that? Well, we're just going to do this as simple as possible, similar to how we've done a lot of the other giveaways. Best thing you can do, follow us on social media. You can follow us on Facebook or Twitter or Instagram or all of them. I don't fucking care. Follow us on one of those. Okay? Great. Good. Awesome. Second, you must follow the podcast on your preferred podcast provider (laughs) supplier whatever (laughs) if you listen to us on spotify if you listen to us on apple Podcasts, or whatever the fuck follow us on there show that you are following us on there and yeah that's basically it um send us a uh, private message on you know the facebook or the twitter or the instagram um say that you are entering the unlikely prescription contest and show screenshots that you are following us on social media and you are following um you you basically subscribe to our podcast feed you do that and we're going to count you in to um to the contest and we will do the drawing in uh, two weeks so guess what on halloween Halloween, we are going to do the drawing for a signed copy of Unlikely Prescription. You will get Unlikely Prescription. You will also get a copy of the Rose Petal slash Perfect Problem single. The reason why you're going to get that is, A, I have an extra copy, and there are remixes of each song on there that are only available on that single. So I thought it would be cool to throw that in as well. You'll get those. And I will throw in, um, I'll throw in a sticker. I'll throw in a cool sticker. Actually, you know what? Fuck it. I'm going to throw in two so you can have one. And then you can give one to your favorite person who may or may not like Juggalo stuff. I don't fucking know. (laughs) So, yeah. um, You guys who are listening to this are hearing these directions first. And then I'm going to post the... um, directions on the social medias in the future so again follow us on facebook and or instagram and or twitter screenshot that then show that you are subscribed to our podcast feed on whatever podcast provider you listen to and screenshot that send us proof you show us both of those and say that you want to be entered into the contest there you go Signed copy of Unlikely Prescription might be coming your way. And with that, 
I got nothing else to talk about. I'm tired. I have to do some listens. I wanted to play video games tonight, but I fucking can't. I got to listen to some shit for tomorrow. We're recording two episodes. Maybe I'll just do notes for one of them and then do the other notes in the morning. (laughs) This is what sucks whenever you have to adult. It's fucking annoying. But as always, thank you very much for listening. Remember to follow us on any and all social media platforms. You can go ahead. If you look in the link at all of those, you can find our link tree that has like everything it's awesome go ahead and join our discord which admittedly has been fairly quiet recently um we are still very very active over in the icp with we discord um that will never change because we love the community that they've built um if you haven't joined theirs go ahead and do so it's a very cool community we're just trying to build up um the one for juggalo judgment because you know We'd like to. (laughs) So um, go ahead and join that. And if you ever decide that you want to start talking in there, we will talk to you. (laughs) Like we don't ignore the shit that people post. It just, that's just how it is. If if my phone goes off with a notification from a discord, I'm going to fucking look and I'm gonna be like, oh shit, I I gotta, I gotta chime in with something cool or whatever. So go ahead and do that. Um, again, also in the link tree, there is the link to our Patreon. If you would like to join the Patreon, again, um, we're not telling you you have to. It is purely if you are financially able and you are comfortable in doing so. And if you actually want to, we're not going to love you any less if you decide you don't want to. We might love you slightly more, but you know, but we'll never love you less. That's, that's how it is. That's how it is here. That's how we do it. Um, because of how the stuff had originally worked with the payments and everything, we are finally going to start doing the stuff that it actually says in the tiers. So um, not not the next episode that comes out, but I believe the following one will have the uh, audio shout-outs for the names. And uh, I think that we're also doing the uh, song requests. I think we have to do those as well. Um, and if you are at the $5 or higher tier, then you can listen to us record. Um, we are recording two episodes tomorrow slash today. Um, they might already be in the process of being recorded by the time we're, uh, this episode comes out. But um, just know that that is something that we are going to start following up on um, as consistently as we possibly can. If for some reason we have to delay something, which happens, we didn't record uh, two weeks ago because Shmeev was out of town. Um, and this this coming week almost wasn't happening because of moving and shit, but I'm being responsible. Uh, <laughs> we will let you guys know. Um, again, the Discord has been very quiet. The Patreon itself has been very quiet, but we are going to start utilizing that as, as consistently um, and as professionally and courteous as we can um just so you guys are in the know but again don't uh, feel like you have to subscribe to that the podcast is free will always be free um this just allows us to do a little bit more um in the future so that's all i have to say as always thank you very much for listening to juggalo judgment and mike check listen to new episodes every week 
You can follow me on um, Twitter at Mike Spawn, the S-E-J, or on Instagram at Straight Edge Juggalo. Go ahead and hit me up because I will chat with you. Um, just be nice to me and don't be mad that I don't care for Brittle Box that much. And we'll be we'll get along just fine. <laughs> and that's it. Stay safe. Much love to y'all. Peace out.